Hello and welcome to Music Forward Foundation's Industry Sessions, Conversation in Music. Music Forward is a part of the House of Blues and Live Nation family that inspires ambition and creates momentum to redefine what is possible for young people in the music industry. Check out musicforwardfoundation.org for more information and let's get into the show. Hello, hello. Welcome, everybody. I hope you guys are excited. We are in for a treat today. Welcome. It's Thursday. It's Friday Eve. We are in for a special treat. We are diving into such a timely conversation on the creative process. So I hope all of my creatives are joining us today. We have such an illustrious panel of folks with us right now, and I'm so excited to get things kicked off. My name is Nick Henderson, and I am Chicago Program Coordinator for Music Forward, and I'm just honored to be in this space with you all right now. Um, if you're not familiar with Music Forward, Music Forward is an organization that focuses on providing opportunities within career and arts development um, for literally the, the future the generations to come. Uh, we are excited to continue to offer them opportunities through panels, workshops, uh, just many more uh, opportunities. And I'm excited that you are joining us today. Um, this is our industry session and this is where we get things cracking. We get conversations going from amazing accomplished folks who are killing the game right now. And right now we are joined by like I said, an illustrious group of folks. So I, I think this is an appropriate time to just get right into it and just introduce our amazing panelists. I want to start off with the incomparable Coco Sarai. Hey, what's good, everybody? Hello. What's up? What's right, up? So what's up? I'm just going to run down the credentials here. and All right. I hope you guys are ready. Brace yourselves. All right. All Coco right. is a Brooklyn, New York native with the Jamaican and American infused vibe. <laughs> She's a songstress who's taken the industry by storm. You might recognize her from Fox's The Four or her work with industry heavyweights such as uh, Dr. Dre, Anderson Pack, Buster Rhymes, and director Lee Daniels, and many more. She is known for her soulful, bubbly tone and vibrant aesthetic. Coco, welcome. Next, we have the incomparable Aunt Clemens. Aunt is literally taking, like 2020 is Aunt's year. And we're so excited that he's here with us right now. If you're not familiar with him, uh, I just want to say that he is the, the purest definition of started from the bottom, now we're here. <laughs> he's yeah, <laughs> He is a New Jersey native turned Los Angeles star on the rise. Uh, Ant rose to prominence as a guest artist on Kanye's 2018 single, All Mine. You guys probably know that one. He is now one of the most in-demand songwriters and emergent artists as a result of his work on uh, Beyonce's uh, newest project, specifically the song Move Forever. I know y'all know that. Uh, Camilla Cabello and many more. And also he's known for lending his lead vocals to Kanye's Sunday Service Choir. And welcome. Thank you for being here. Next, we have the incomparable Kay. What's up, Kay? Kay was born in Chile and is currently an L.A. resident. She's currently signed with Sony ATV, where she has written with and for some 
heavyweights. We got David Guetta, Juicy J, Kat Dahlia, Harmony Samuels, and many, many more. I'm so excited she's here with us. Um, Kat, I'm, I'm sorry, Kay, welcome. Um, and then we have Lunch Money Lewis. He's back with us. He's He's been in this space with us before, so welcome back. But for those of you who are not familiar with him, originally he's from Miami, where he was born and raised. He was born into a musical family, which inevitably just sparked the evolution of a superstar on the rise. He uh, is one of the most diverse rappers and songwriters currently. You may have heard him on uh, Nicki Minaj's 2014 hit, Trinity Dim Girls. Uh, and also too, he's written for literally like some of the, the heaviest people in the industry. You got Jesse J, Fifth Harmony and many more. Lunch Money Lewis, welcome, welcome. Thank you for being here. And last but not least, we've got my girl, my homie, Pollyay. Pollyay is, she's an incomparable, just all around, just superstar. She's written for Alicia Keys, Selena Gomez, Natasha Bedingfield, and her certified gold hit, Crooked Smile by J. Cole. She's literally taking the industry by storm as a singer songwriter. She recently just released her single Chosen, which is doing numbers. She is killing the game right now. She's also music for its very own. So I just want to formally welcome you all here. Thank you all so much for joining us. Um, I, I'm excited to jump into this conversation, but first, I just want to see how you guys are doing today. How, how's it going? I'll let the ladies start first. You know, I'm a man of <laughs> Yes. We're chilling. I'm grateful, y'all. Grateful to be with you. Happy to be here. Happy to be here. Excited. Yes. Thanks for the love, Nick. Thanks for the here. love. Having a great day. Having a great day, yes. Like, Hell yeah, right? Like that. I'm loving it. Well, I'm just excited about this conversation. I think that 2020, it's been an incredible year of creativity, and we're seeing people really press uh, and push boundaries and the limitations that, uh, you know, sometimes artists feel like are on them. You know, currently I, I'm super inspired right now because I just got done watching Black is King and I'm so inspired by that. And I just thought that this conversation was so timely um, because we are all, whatever you do, we are all in need of just a little push in our creative process. So I'm happy that you all are here to share your journey and your, uh, your success stories to where you are, where you are right now in your career. So I just want to get the conversation going and started. Um, and I, I'm just going to pick, I'm just going to pick Coco. <laughs> Coco, you have accomplished a lot in your career thus far. And I, I think that we should just take it literally right down to the foundation. You know, how would you describe your creative process? Mm, uh, it, 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 it varies. Uh, but there, it always comes from a place of whatever's happening in here or whatever we're talking about. Usually it can start with a conversation in a room if it's a group thing. And if it's just me, it's like, I'll just go until the beat tells me what to do. Most of the time, melodies first. I'll have, because I engineer myself. So if I'm recording yeah. myself, I'm just hopping in the booth and I'm just going. I'll just do four tracks of me going sometimes and the words will start flowing out or I'll realize like, oh, I don't even know. So we can't curse, right? There's no cursing. Okay. <laughs> you know, it just kind of. <laughs> I should bug out if we get. I should. <laughs> yeah, you you got to tell me right away. Okay. Right okay. Start, I'll okay? spin. Oh, all right. 
okay. <laughs> you know, sometimes I'll hop on the mic and bleep, you know, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, and things just come out. So it's that, <laughs> it's that process of just kind of purging and letting the song write itself, you know, especially if I'm by myself doing it and it's not something that I go into it saying, I want to talk about this, which usually I don't. I put the beat on, get on the mic and just let it flow. You know, Absolutely. that's kind of mine. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I really feel like that is, you know, just one of the most liberating forms of creation when you just allow a moment to happen, right? You know, and you're just allowing the the creative juices to flow and you're not really yeah. putting these, you know, chains on it. Uh, I don't know if yeah. any other uh, panelists here have a similar experience or just process, but um, Lunch Money, what is your process like? Um, I can relate to Coco. It varies, you know, it depends if an artist is in the room, if I'm alone, I'm creating with other people, you know, it could vary. It's definitely, you know, a vibe thing, go with the vibe, go with the energy, you know, try to make the best idea win. I like collaborative efforts, you know, sometimes, you know, it's different when you write alone, when you write alone, it's just you. So it could come from like you to, from, you know, from God to you, or if it's like, you know, all of us writing a song, it's like, you know, we just trying to come up with the best idea so it's like yeah so it always varies depending on what we're doing you know so but for the most part it's always you know trying to just catch that spark in the bottle you know just that greatness or whatever is going to get us from like point a to point b so you know if it, it, it varies i don't think you know, there's no right or wrong way it's just whatever sounds good and whatever you know we're all happy with so it could vary it could it could definitely vary depending on your process but you know collaborative efforts are always fun because you know I could say a whack line, you know, y'all could say a good one. We could argue about it, laugh about it, and then we come to something good. So I just think, you know, having an open mind and just making the song be the best, you know, whatever is the best. For sure. You you tapped into uh, our next point with collaboration, but I'm, I'm really curious to know, um, and, you know, what, what has your experience been like? Um, I know that you've had quite the accelerated career in the past couple of years, and I can imagine just how intense that process and also just your own particular creative process has been in this point of time. Uh, so you care to just elaborate on that? Honestly, like, I hate to sound like uh, a reverberated echo, but like, everybody's process is different and varies depending upon what the, uh, you know, what the task is. If the artist is in the room, you cater to the artist. If you're by yourself, like Lunch said, it, it's just you and God and whatever, uh, whatever is on the agenda of the heart. So there's really no right or wrong way of it. Um, my process has been, sometimes I've been by myself, sometimes I'm in the booth with people. I love co-writing, I love working with people. Um, but sometimes I like getting some ideas off on my own. Um, I have a setup here at my house, so like I record myself, like Coco said, also. But I love recording with an engineer where we get our our groove. Um, it just it depends. It depends. Uh, you get different seasons call for different uh, different versions of you. So in one version of me, I was recording every day in the crib. In another season, I was recording with an engineer every day. In another season, I was with an artist and in their world of recording and having to record myself when I'm with the artist, but, you know, still be able to record the artist. Like, so, uh, it varies. But honestly, at the end of the day, I know you said the accelerated, it, it, it may seem like that, but it was nothing accelerated about none of the, the blessings that I, I feel like I've been privileged to receive. Like, it was all, like, every 
mistake every room I, I entered into was to get me to the very next one. So it's like, I appreciate the journey. The journey is literally the destination, for real, for real. Mm-hmm. All right. Mad gems already. <laughs> well, you know, I, I really love what you said as far as, you know, just the different seasons that, you know, we all have as artists and just as people and just how they all there. And it, it obviously plays a huge part in our creative process. And I, I do think um, it is important to allow those seasons to just, you know, just to be and you not put any pressure on yourself or that creative process within those seasons because they yield different results. Um, so I, I really love um, just that all of you have in common uh, just successfully collaborating with just producers, songwriters, and many other great folks within the industry. So um, can, you know, just someone, Kay, uh, I would love to hear from you because um, I know you've collaborated with so many people. Uh, just tell us a little bit about what that, uh, just that moment is like when you're with other collaborators and you all are, you know, starting from scratch and you may not have necessarily a goal in mind for what you're trying to, uh, you know, create, but what is that process like creatively? You know, I think like as everybody's saying, you know, it's all about being, first of all, about being open. And I feel like that comes a lot with experience and like just being able to allow yourself to just be open to, you know, the end goal is just to like do something together. You know, you're in that room for a reason. The song would not be the same if every single person that was in the room was in that room, you know? And like, that's the beauty of it. It's just that beauty of like, we all come in that room. Some of us had the best day of our lives. Some of us had the shittiest fucking day of your, the, sorry, the, the, the baddest day. Sorry, children. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, it's that beauty of like, you, ju you're just connecting and you're flowing. It's like, as, as Coco said too, the beat usually just rise it for you. You know, like there's sometimes not even, it feel the best songs I've ever had were those that were so effortless in a way, you know, like you were just feeling it and you were just like, damn, this is just vibe, you know? So I just feel like, I, as all of us, clearly we've been very blessed even to be here with each other right now and just keep the blessings going. That's all with the creative process. You go in and you're open to just vibe, you know? So mm -hmm. that's been for me. Every time I meet somebody that, you know, you can be a little nervous because you, you know, you've, you know what they've done and how far and like they come from nothing and like, they're here, you know, like, and whatever, you know, you come from like, you know, and you're here and it's a blessing, but it, you need to just flow with it, you know, and be grateful that that's where you're at with those people and they're going to teach you something. And it's just the magic of music, you know? Absolutely. You know, one of the, um, things that have st stood out to me just from my childhood and what's been instilled in me is just having a heart of gratitude and humility and how that can take you further than your talent can, that can take you further than your looks, money, all that. And I, I really love that you all are all super successful um, in your own right and you all possess so much humility. And I think that in today's industry and just also in today's world, especially with the 2020 that we're having, <laughs> you know, I, I think that being, you know, grateful and humble will put you in these spaces at the right time and it will just kind of create just a whole vibe, you know, like just quite simply. Um, but I'm just curious to know, 
like you all are agreeing that like you just go with the flow and you just allow the moment to happen. Um, but what is there any variations in like creating for yourself versus collaborating with other people? And anyone feel free to chime in on that one. Um, I could speak on that. Um, I think for me, like a a, a very essential part of the process is to find something urgent, like to find something to speak about that may be urgent. If you're writing with another artist, something that you guys find together that speaks some, some level of urgency. Um, and I think that at least for part of my process, that's something I try to find whether if if I'm writing alone or if I'm writing with other, another artist. Um, uh, but I think it's about, yeah, finding something personal that is a universal truth, you know, and, and finding where you align with that, you know, if you're writing with somebody, where, where does that align with the two of you? What, what does that mean for the both of you? Where does that overlap happen? Yeah. And I was going to say one thing I've written with, and I've written, these are all like some of my, I'm fans of everybody here, first of all, um, just from a, from a people, like just from a pure people, human space. Like I, I know each and every one of them in from different worlds, but, and in particular, somebody I actually written with, and he's in my phone as Aunt Clemens, the vessel. You remember when I wrote when we first wrote? <laughs> <laughs> like oh this dude came into the studio and I'm like, oh God is in God is in the building. Cool. Like <laughs> direct channel from another dimension. Until to this day, whenever you like I speak to like Aunt Clemens the Vessel, like it's <laughs> Damn. So there is something magical about like somebody said earlier about like being open and being the vessel and 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 allowing that space to flow because I've seen it. Like it's you know, it's real. That's very real. For sure, for sure. Um, I mean, I could chime in maybe about just, you know, if there's some people who are like singer songwriters and some, you know, people, you know, all of us, I think, have came in the game aspiring as artists, you know, and we could write songs. So I think, you know, there's no one way kind of in the door. There's probably tons of people probably looking at us like, you know, they want to be artists or they want to be writers or they want to, you know, I always thought just I wanted to be creative and I wanted to be a musician. So, mm-hmm. you know, however we could get our art out is how we get our art out, whether it's through us. I think it's like a certain point in your journey as a songwriter, you kind of find your voice. So it's kind of easier to separate what's yours from what's somebody else's. Cause there's some things you're going to write that you just know no one else could say, you know, it's just yeah. it's directly from me, you know? So I think that's like super important as like when you are like a singer songwriter to kind of, try to find your voice, you know, which is easy to, if you're a person like probably all of us who work with a lot of different people, sometimes, you know, you just know something you write, you know, you can sing it, you know, you can get blended in with so much stuff you're working, but I think it's important, like as a writer, someone being a creative to kind of find your voice and that'll kind of help you kind of separate what's yours and what's somebody else's. Cause you know, if it comes, you know, if it hits you, it can only come from you, you know? Right. And, you know, other songs, you know, oh, I could give this is a pretty general topic. That's something that's fly. Maybe I would say someone else would say, but there's just right. some things you just kind of know that's yours. And I think when you find that's your voice, fact. your voice, you kind of could dictate that a little better. You know, when you get into when you're writing alone and when you're writing with other, you know, so it's like, you know, I think it's a little easy. It's really about kind of to me personally, like finding your voice. Yeah. You know, and then that kind of like, like, yo, this is this is a lunch record. This is a. You know, this is for somebody else. You know, it's like, you know, right. 
that that kind of helps helps out. So and that takes a lot of a lot of writing, a lot of a lot of working, you know, because you're not gonna find that in like your first couple songs. Or, you know, that's like sitting and writing and figuring it and like, oh, I cracked it. You know what I'm saying? Like stuff mm-hmm. like that. So yeah, yeah, most that. Uh, it's just it's just mind blowing to me. Um, just. I'm an artist as well, so I feel like everyone who is in this position of pursuing music and, you know, they're trying to discover their, their sound, discover, you know, just their voice, you know, I feel like they all are, you know, in that position where they're just like, what is my sound? How do I find my voice? And I feel like you all have done such a great job of distinguishing yourselves, uh, whether it's as artists, songwriters, rappers, whatever that might be. Uh, But for all the aspiring, you know, artists and songwriters, producers that are tuned in right now, what's the best advice that you would give to them um, as they just kind of, you know, journey through figuring out who they are and who they are striving to be within the industry? I'm going. Okay, I'm like right, right, right. I'm like whichever one. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll go there. I think um, it's to keep creating. I, I, I didn't, I didn't know what, what. Okay, again, no cursing. I didn't know what my stuff was until I just kept creating. I just had to keep, keep doing it. And after, after a while, it had gotten to a point where some stuff people were like, Coco, no one else is gonna sing this this who else is going to do this like or we tried to get multiple people to do it or we're going to call you in to vocal produce multiple people to do it all right you know we're just going to leave you on the record because this is annoying now (laughs) you know like um in certain areas um and at first at first for me that was a hindrance um because I came in writing my own records and not knowing when I when I started I didn't know that other artists didn't write their own records so I didn't understand that songwriting was a whole separate thing or a whole separate gift in itself um, so I started off with these are all my records and it was like, well, you, you hear anybody singing them? I'm like, no, what do you mean? So I didn't even want to. Um, and then I began to go into that side of it and realizing, all right, maybe some things aren't for me or maybe I don't want a sound like that for myself or maybe, but that only took me doing hundreds of records <laughs> to decide, ah, this is a great record, but that's not for me. It took me a lot of time to learn what that is. And that just, again, that just came from continuously creating. And you keep creating, and eventually it finds you. Um, but that's that's what that's how it worked for me. Yeah. Okay. Did you want to add to that? I mean, it's. But I feel like we're also like you know on the same page on so many things, and like what you guys are all saying, like your voice. What Coco just said was like so beautiful because it's so true. Like it finds you in a way, and it's like so great because I can't tell you how many sounds I thought were my sound. And I was like, this is my shit. I, this is it. And then I was like, would I be the one, like, if I see myself in front of, like, the people, is this it? And then you're kind of like, yeah, no. But it's beautiful. But it's not it. But I would say, for me, I think the most important thing is, as everybody's saying, just keep going and take the risk. You know, take the risk. There's so many people in the music industry that want, or people that are outside still that want to be in the music industry, but there's very few that are willing to take the risk. Because standing by the cliff sometimes is a little, you know, but like that's where you get like the, the new wind and the breeze. And that's when you, you know, like 
that's where you find it and it finds you, you know? So I feel like take the risk and keep on going. Just keep on writing, make more and more and try a new genre that you're like, this isn't, try a new genre. Just jump on it, hop on it, do, do a trap record. Fuck it, you know? Sorry. <laughs> myself. I'm going to mute myself now. Okay, okay. Polly, every last one of your friends are potty mode. <laughs> they want to be in the music. That's how we speak. You know, this is a <laughs> also it's a sign of intelligence. So. I said it in New York. You know yes. what I mean? I'm like <laughs> even the what um kind of what you were saying. What I notice about a lot of us in here, like even Ant, like um I always say like if you're a new song, kill your demos, man. Like you know, mm-hmm. I know you know I could say for me and I probably a lot of us have just you know probably cut demos for other people and just no one else could do them. You know, mm-hmm. it's just, um, you know, crush your demos, you know, like crush your hooks. You never know. It might be your chance. You might find your voice within that. You know, you're just having a good time, you know? I mean, and you can elaborate to that. I know you've, you know. Some of my biggest records yeah. came from my demos. Like, literally from me playing around with my friends. Pause. Did you get yeah. pause? Yeah. <laughs> but making music with my friends. And uh, by trying stuff, like not being afraid to to try a falsetto, like, like rap that doesn't make any sense right. and it turns into, get a drink out the bottle. Like, that <laughs> sounds like nothing else, but it's like, that's what made it special because I was just having fun with my friends. Like, um, another advice outside of like, because I would tell everybody the same thing that everyone's been saying is just keep working. But outside of keep working, network linear. Like, use the tools that God's giving you right now to get to where you want to go. Because there's no one that's, like, placed in your life right now that's not supposed to be there. So, like, kind of look left, look to your right. And if you try to get forward, you don't, like, shoot for the stars and try to get on this person or try to get with this person. I learned very quickly, as soon as I tried to be someone else, they didn't care about me. I worked with all of these amazing people and they've all wanted to work with me. Not, I've always wanted to work with them, but they, they're like, no, no, we like you. So stay drawing, keep watching Power Rangers, keep dancing like Michael Jackson, do whatever it is that you do to be you and don't change your you for no one else. Like just keep networking and keep working, honestly. Absolutely. Uh, I want to go to a question from one of our audience members from Melissa um, and anyone feel free to uh, answer this. When collaborating, how do you keep track in dice of credits for who did what? For example, during your creative process, do you decide ahead that one person is going to be the main lyricist or producer, et cetera, to avoid dealing with credits at the end? I, I mean, I'll chime in on this because that I guess that triggered me. Um, I'm <laughs> triggered too. I'm so triggered. Um, I'm still a little triggered. <laughs> Yo, the trauma. The trauma. <laughs> um, I would say, like, you know, one of my learning lessons is like, uh, don't worry about any of that stuff, man. Like, that's like the least of your worries. That's like an industry myth, like, about credits and all that stuff gets fixed eventually. Um, I would say just always just, as I said, keep working and be in the room and just make your light shine, man. Like worrying about, you know, um, it's the music business. Music is first business is, you know, it's important, but music comes first, you know, um, 
I never walk in the room thinking about credits, about, you know, honestly, even to say this about publishing or anything. I just, if we got in the room to write a song, just always be a part of something great, you know, and something to always work out, have a good attitude. Um, don't hit the wall. Don't run yourself into a wall worrying about stuff like that, especially when you're new. You're really just trying to um, show that you belong where you're supposed to be. And then um, everything just falls. All that stuff falls in line. You know, a lot of people could like people try to come in the music industry, ask me, like, what about like me getting my credit? Like, yeah, you know, your credit is going to be your credit no matter what. If you're a part of great work and you got a good attitude. So um, that would be the last. I, I would just try to work on your craft. Just nerd out about what you love. Just be the best you can be at what you do. I don't know anybody who's got a great attitude, who's really good at what they do, who are not where they're supposed to be, you know, no matter what circumstance. So um, that type of stuff is good to be knowledgeable about the business, but don't let it hinder your creativity and make you run a run amok, you know? Absolutely. That was well said. Did anyone want to um, add to that? Uh, Listen to what Lunch said. He killed that. He really did, though. Oh, he Back. It's triggered all I know we all been through that, you know, it's just, uh, you know, it's I mean, important. It was, yo, you, you put it eloquently. It's like, yeah. well, you could have said a lot of, a lot, a lot of like, deep, wordy words, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but to elaborate on that too, like, I like to just go into this session knowing, like, this is all us, so it don't matter, you know, because just because your idea didn't land up being the idea that is on the song, it could have been something that you inspired to the person who did come up with that, that ended right. up on the song. So the energy being there is already valuable. So I don't know, whenever we like my people, when we write, we already know it. It's like, this is what you just split it. You exactly. know? It's about, it's about the song. It's always it's about, about the song. song. It's always about the song. And, and the best thing, oh, lady first, I don't want to cut you off. I was just going to say, it's very important when you get, the more you step into the industry, get a good team, get a team mm -hmm. that you trust, get a team that's going to handle that, for you if you can because then you're just there to create and you're just there to you know like as like mel was just saying you know like it's, it's really just it messes up with the vibe when people are trying to just like get more than what their experience is supposed to put onto this record it messes up with the record you know and like the vibe and just yeah, just it's absolutely like the, a time um, and place for everything. It's like zero percent of nothing is nothing. Like a hundred percent of nothing right. is nothing. So I like fighting over a split. I've been in rooms where I've seen people like losing their minds over something that <laughs> ends up having a sample on it. And then all the little splits. And it's over for everybody. It's over for everybody. <laughs> or you you get a record and you get all these splits and then an artist cuts it, and this artist just happens to be the biggest artist of all time. And Absolutely. Y'all gonna split 1%, like, cool. It's like, yeah. no, you're gonna split 1%. Like, so, don't lose relationships over, um, don't lose relationships over monetary gain, but mm -hmm. don't lose relationships over things that are replaceable. Like, like Lunch was saying, everything's gonna be fixed at the end of the day. That's what you do, no one can take that away from you. So, like, keep it going. Like, Keep that good attitude, that pleasant spirit. That's what's going to keep you in the rooms. But yeah, you, it's time for everything. Absolutely. I feel like in the absence of ego is like the presence of like greatness. Like Absolutely. ego will kill. Ego will kill more more things than anything else. Like the walking in and just knowing why you're there and that you want to walk out with something that is just the greatest possible thing will help everybody to contribute in the best ways they can. 
and everything else works itself out, especially when you get in there for that reason. And, and that's something that I, I, I learned and, and understand wholeheartedly. And it's so important and it tells in the music at the end of the day. You can yeah. tell. Absolutely. That's a major gem, you know, just staying low and, uh, you know, just working hard and allowing your work to speak for itself and your, your hunger to speak for itself. I, I really, um, I, I love that. Um, now I want to just shift a little bit, um, into visual art. Like that's a major component in, you know, being an artist these days, just being able to sell it obviously with the music, but also visually. And um, Coco, I, I love your videos, uh, Big Dummy and Thank Coffee you. in the Morning, super dope videos. Um, and I just immediately, especially, you know, you being an artist that has so much control over your art, I'm just curious to know, and anyone can chime in, um, but I just want to start with you, Coco. Like, what is your process like when you are approaching um, visual art? Man, um, I usually, uh, when I'm writing, I sometimes when I'm writing the song, I'm literally writing what I see in my head. So I'm seeing, I'm seeing something and the song is writing itself based on what I'm seeing sometimes. And I think with, uh, with, uh, Big Dummy, uh, I worked, uh, with my boy Dre Pinkney and Symphony. And when we were doing the record, I saw that it felt 50s and it felt a certain way. But the message that I wanted to convey is that of an artist that's trying to get to where they're going and some of the hardships that they go through. Um, and so I, I, I think that already having that in mind, knowing the purpose, like the intention of it, the intention of the record is what helped me to write the treatments for both videos. Um, and then when it was time to direct it, it was just digging in and learning and understanding this is the story. Now I have to break down what I have to do to get to this story. Now I have to find the locations and what is the color scheme in the video. And now I got to learn color graded and now I got to learn about <laughs> editing. Um, and, it's, and it was a process. It's, 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 it's a process outside of the music. And now with the intention of understanding that visually, I need people to feel what I was feeling in this record. Um, and however, I want that to be betrayed. But um, I hope I'm answering this uh, in a way that's understood. If I'm not, y'all let me know. Um, so that process for me has been kind of like that intention first. And that helps me with writing the treatments for my visuals and, and executing them. Absolutely. No, you, you answered yeah. that perfectly. And it's, it just speaks to the artistry. You know, when you are literally at square one, square one, you're already thinking about Z. And I think that that's such a gift. You know, I think many times we see artists as they are, you know, just pursuing what it is they're doing. You know, they might be a stronger songwriter or they might be a stronger uh, vocalist, but, you know, sometimes you're just fortunate enough to be able to see the whole picture. Um, so, were you going to add to that? I, I, I wasn't always. I had I had like 10 music videos that never came out. Don't get it twisted. Wow. It didn't just start. It didn't just start with like, oh, these are like dope visuals, which I'm grateful, thankful, thankful that people like them, you know. But there was a time when I had some visuals that was trash, like, <laughs> or collaborated with other people. And I'm like, this is not what the treatment said. How is this what came yeah. up? So I think going through so many different Going through it so many different times, I learned something each time. So when it was time and I'm like, I'm going to do it this way. I know what I want. I know how I need to look. Now I can pay attention to the lighting when we're there. So I know I don't got a video that has bad lighting later. I can pay attention to the editing and know that the video is not bad. The editor might not be good and I need to focus on that. But it, it, it was trial and error to get to the point of making a video like Coffee in the Morning and then directing Big Dummy with my partner. It was trial and error for a long time. So I did a bunch of things where sometimes I didn't know what the 
concept was. For the one that's about to come out now, it's not out yet, but I didn't know what the concept of that was going to be because it was just hitting so close to home that I was like, this is so close to me. I don't know what that is, but I had to take my time and like go buy some water and listen to the record and figure it out. So it's not always something where I just know, um, but I find it. And, and in the midst of finding it, I also collaborate with people. I collaborate. I talk to people about these ideas. I like, yo, what you think about this? What if we did this? What if, what do you, do you think it's possible to do that? I think I see this and talking to other creatives that are like, yo, it'd be crazy to jump out of a helicopter and that'll cue something else. And it makes me be like, all right, I can't get a real helicopter because I ain't got the budget, but <laughs> you know, so it's a, it, it, it is uh, intention. I'm sorry. And collaboration and just doing it, getting it wrong a couple of times and then eventually getting it right. Okay. That's my answer. <laughs> no, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, you touched on something yeah. that every artist has to confront, which is budgets. <laughs> um, now, in the vein of emerging artists who are either working, grinded, they're serving at a restaurant or they're working at Amazon, they're doing their thing just to, you know, get the studio time to, you know, record the videos and, you know, solicit all the extras and what is, you know, and anyone feel free to chime in, like, what is you all's best advice for emerging artists trying to provide the best content and the best quality they can uh, with, you know, the limited resources that they uh, have presently? Um, anybody want me to... <laughs> go ahead. Uh, the best you can go first, please. Go first, that's the, yeah. That's, that's the time <laughs> to be creative. That's when the creativity is supposed to come out. It's like, God give put you in certain places to create your way <clears throat> through it. Maybe you were like given these tools to make whatever this project was supposed to be. Like honestly, every step of the way, you got to realize that you were supposed to be exactly where you're at. Although you may not have the hundred thousand dollar budget, you do the two thousand dollar video. And that two thousand dollar video is going to afford you a four thousand dollar video. That's going to afford you a six thousand dollar video. That's going to get you to a hundred thousand dollar video. But it's like there's there's no shortcut to success. There's no timeline for success, and you're the only measurement of success for whatever you said it to be. So it's like there's no right or wrong to this. There's no rush to it. And although you may not be Apple today, everybody started somewhere, some like someplace somewhere, like. This could be your Apple in the garage moment. You know what I mean? This could be your your audition right before that one. Like, hey. you never know. So, honestly, I hate to sound cliche and like a broken record, but keep working. Like, like keep keep going. And even chime in with, like, this is the best time to be creative, you know? Um, yeah. You know, we're very blessed to live in the time that we live in. You know, this isn't like the 80s where we got to load up a bunch of two inches and take three hours to do a cut. You can, wow. you know, you can sing a melody a hundred times in the Pro Tools, you know. You know, maybe save up working in Starbucks and really buy that 5D camera. You know, get with your boy who's really good at lighting. You know, a lot of sacrifice, which is like a big thing I learned in, the, you know, just all of us, I guess, just sacrificing those um, short-term gratifications, you know, for like the long, really investing yourself too. Um you know, really try to save up and get a laptop and get your own Pro Tools, learn how to record yourself, get with your homie who got a dope camera and he's going to art school or your friend who shoots and kind of get with your crew. And you never know, you might make something that just like changes your whole life and like just off of a six month plan, you know, like organizing yourself, really treating yourself like an artist, you know, and like taking it 
extremely serious and kind of nerding out about it. You know, I know all of us, even what we've done, we still have up laps of like on and off and getting organized and figuring stuff out. But, you know, from my experience, like some of the greatest, you know, it's just really that diehard focus. You know, if you really want it, you know, you just got to like really take that sacrifice. And I think investing in yourself is big when you're new, you know, if you're writing songs on the side and working a regular job, really go buy that laptop, go to Best Buy or go to Apple and buy your laptop, buy everything you need to nerd out about. You know, there's no excuses nowadays for not trying to know everything. You know, you don't need to go to a big room to make a hit record. You know, you could, you know, I'm in my studio right now in Little Haiti, Miami. I built it myself with a couple of my friends. So, you know, it's like, you know, just really, you know, getting with a village of people who believe in what you believe in. And if not, go to the people with the information, try to find the people with the information you know, and get and try to, you know, you don't have to get in big rooms tomorrow. You know, it's not it's not that type of game. You know, a lot of the younger songwriters and producers and video makers, you're in the best time to be creative. This is like, you know, the Internet's at your fingertips. You know, you get you go from 5000 plays on SoundCloud to 100000 plays on SoundCloud. You know, it's just it's just really how bad do you want it? Do you want to do you, you know, do you want it? You know, so right. you know, it's just, we're all saying the same thing. And it's, it's true. It's like sacrifice. You know, the time also. You know, don't, you know, go to the mall every day. Now you have really no excuse. We in the pandemic. So yeah. Really watch a hundred YouTubes on writing and your favorite producers. I did it. I watched a thousand YouTubes and a thousand conversation pieces on people that I thought I could get information from. And anytime I met somebody who was somewhere I wanted to be, I asked them a thousand questions on Shiley. And like, I just sat in there. Sometimes being quiet is the best thing. Just being around people you can learn and don't say a word and watch and listen and you know, and pick up and usually people who are like that could pick up on things. And every year you get better. Every song gets better. Every hook gets better. Every, you know, listening to things and being like, yo, this is what they're doing. Let me try to make it my own. It's really just like soaking it all in. You know, you know, everyone ain't going to make it. You know what I'm saying? It's just the truth. But the people who really want it, you know, end up landing somewhere that puts them somewhere, you know. So you got to sacrifice to me. That's the big thing, you know, especially when you're new, you know, maybe your hometown you know, sleep on a couch for a couple months, you know, like take the risk and the sacrifice to put yourself in a better position if you really want it, you know? It's just, I don't know, I don't know any other way, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. no. That's what it is. Same. Network across, y'all. Like, it's somebody next to you that's trying to learn. I had a friend trying to learn how to do, you know, videography while I was trying to learn how to, you know, do something else. And it was like, listen, we both trying to learn, so let's put it together. My homegirl that exactly. does my videos with me is my choreographer. She never directed a video. And you get what I mean? Like, and now we've won like some award for coffee in the morning with the with the, my other homegirl that was a photographer. Well, I was like, come oh, direct yeah. the video. You get what I mean? Thank you. But, but the, the point I'm making is we all took a chance and I had like, $3,500 and people see coffee in the morning and think it, I'm like, bruh, listen, this is all I got. I'm asking my friends to pull up. Listen, I'm going to a designer. Like I got like a hundred dollars. Can I pull clothes? She's like, what? I'm like, I promise you I'm going to put it everywhere. This was just last year I was doing that, you know? So like, and still doing that moving forward to get what I need. But it's like, I have the intention and the vision and I will talk to people about it and learn and soak up as much as I can to, to, you know, make it what it needs to be. And you can do it too. Y'all can do it too. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. 
I hope all of our audience members are taking notes because these are gems, mad gems. Uh, we are just a couple minutes away from our Q&A portion. So for all of our audience members, feel free to get those questions into the Q&A um, portal. And we're going to get to those questions in a few moments. Um, but I, before we pivot into that, I do just want to uh, just discuss creativity within a pandemic. We all have, you know, been, you know, in this, in this joint for what, a few months, not a few months now, it, it feels like the entire year, right? Um, so I'm just curious to know, how have you all been <laughs> staying motivated and inspired during these times? We, you know, we had uh, COVID, but then also too, we've seen just a rise in, uh, in uh, social uh, in equity, like there's been a lot going on um, this year. So how have you all been staying motivated and encouraged? Ladies first. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, okay, I'm just gonna say it. Zoom, it's not it yet. It's very hard, <laughs> but once you get a hang of it, but I'm gonna be honest, y'all, like I, I was struggling. I had these sessions and then I didn't want to have them no more because I was like, it's just like, I can't talk, like it can sing. But you know, once you get, I think it's very important for you to, again, be very open. And second, maybe work at this time with people that you really know you have such a vibe. Because that, for me, at least my experience has been a blessing. Like I have been working with not that many people, but the people that I've chosen to work with, and I've been blessed that they've chosen to work with me, you know, it's a vibe because we know each other. And there is like, a, there, voice notes is a secret for Zoom. Use the voice notes, like create voice notes, send it to each other, have somebody to put it on the record. It's like great formalities. Like that's, for me, it works. Like send voice notes, send them, send the acapella, like have one person putting kind of the record together instead of both of y'all. And it, I promise you creatively, it eases this process up. But listen to music, listen to what's going on in the world. It's important to sing about it. It's important to write about it. You know, we're all in this together. And I feel like it's so important that the voices are being like heard and like at least out there and like black lives fucking matter. And <laughs> you talk about that. Mm-hmm. And we need to sing about that and we need to come together. And that's an important thing. If there's, if you're lacking inspiration, there's books about it and you're going to find so much to sing about. If you just mm-hmm. learn about that right now, like if the, you're looking for one thing, that's the one thing that maybe right now it's so important to explore and to know and learn. And especially for, you know, us, the privilege, we just need to know more. And we just need to be better. And creatively, we need to talk about it. So maybe that's a good thing. Amen. Well, oh, I think that sums everything up. <laughs> but the voice notes. The voice notes. I personally, you know, I think, you know, it's a trial and error in the beginning. But, you know, um, stuff's still rolling. You know, people still being creative. People are still cutting songs and you know, I've got records out myself, you know, through the pandemic and, you know, um, you know, we're all going to feel different emotions. Definitely. We're all creative. So the world's going to take a toll on us constantly, whether it's in this state or in any other state, you know, being hypersensitive people. But um, I mean, man, technology is a blessing and a curse, man. I'm here with y'all right now just talking, you know, if we, you know, 
Um, you can get with your friends and make music and stuff still rolling, man. Just staying creative, man. You know, staying creative, you know, um, write about things you feel still. If you're not inspired at the moment to write something about what's going on, just wait then, you know, um, there's no rush on greatness. You know, there's no rush on, this isn't like a rush to write a thousand songs a year. You know, you could do one song a year that changes your life. You know, there's one, you could do one song a year that just holds you down for five years to make you, you know, it depends on what you write about, you know, um, you know, you write about something real, you know, it might keep you, you might swift you for five years to write about something else, you know? Um, so I'm, I'm me, you know, I don't, there's no rush, you know, but there's the gift of technology. I know it's weird. We all not next to each other and you guys are probably, but you know, we can still be creative. We we're awesome. You know, we get on here and have some fun and, you know, just, just keep, keep, keep being creative in your own space. I've, I've found that I've been alone writing a lot and kind of finding myself again lately from not doing sessions and then writing with my friends. I feel like I'm in 10th grade, you know, I just been getting on zoom with my friends laughing, joking half the time, but we leave with a song every time. So um, it's cool. Yeah, you know, right now we close our laptops. You know, ain't gonna get on the couch. You are gonna go turn around. I'm gonna go. We back in our space. You know, so overall, you know, it is. It is. You know, it is what the world is. But you know, as as creatives, we're we're in charge of driving the inspiration. So we gotta we gotta figure it out. You know. Yes, I love that. As creatives, we are in charge of driving the inspiration. Gems. Um, so yeah, let's pivot into the Q and A. Um, but Ant, I know we're in a pandemic, but we need a visual for free. The, the latest single is fire. I appreciate you. We, 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 need, we need the visual for that. I appreciate <laughs> but, <laughs> but we have some really awesome uh, questions submitted. So I just want to hop right into it. We had a question from Melissa. Um, she asks, what are some of your favorite programs you use to assist in your creative process? So... I see Coco, you're turning. Yeah, yeah uh, Pro Tools, uh, obviously, because that's what I record in, and Canva. Canva is my friend. Canva mm -hmm. is like my best daggone friend for <laughs> treatments, for whatever I'm trying to do for Instagram, for uh, cover art, for anything you can name it that I'm, I want to do creatively that it has to do with visual stuff. Canva has been like my best friend. So Pro Tools and Canva are my two. All right. Anyone have any other resources? Pro Tools, Ableton. You know, the normal, the top five, the starting five. <laughs> um, yeah, it's Ableton Pro. Okay. We had um, a special uh, question from Hugh to Coco. Coco, I saw you in LA at the Day of Healing event in June. You are a gifted singer that captivated everyone there and myself with your voice. To the music performers, did any of you have to conquer a fear about performing live? And if so, how did you overcome it? Also, what are some of your biggest tips about performing live? Oh, um, so you were at the Day of Healing. One, thank you so much for that compliment. Uh, two, I, that means you saw when the microphone kept messing up <laughs> and I had to push through this song. That was about police brutality. Um, that comes from, uh, uh, right? Uh, <laughs> as I'm singing that song, uh, you know, um, I think that um, when it comes to tips for performing live, it, again, it goes back to just doing it so much. I used to perform everywhere. I've done at least a thousand shows since I started performing. And um, 
I've dealt with times where the microphone and the sound has gone out, where I'm the last one on stage and the club promoter is like, I'm the headliner and the club, the club person is cutting all of the sound and I have a beatboxer and just me and we get in the middle of the room and we're just rocking out because people came for a show and they bought the riot and this is what we have to do. Um, but enough practice uh, in whatever you're doing starts to put you in a space where scenarios come up and you're able to just flow with it because things are going to happen. Murphy's Law is a real thing. Anything that can go wrong will go wrong when it's time for you to try to push through and do something that is intentional and with purpose. But you just get to a point from doing it so much that you understand how to push through it. If I get nervous or worried because the mic's going out, then that means I haven't had enough, you know, practice in my craft to know how to keep the audience engaged or to get them to quiet down or whatever the case is. I just had a lot of time with that. And that's how I got to that uh, to that point. So my advice would be to actually perform, to Break through your fear of performing and perform. When I was teaching, I would tell my, my students, like, you're an X-Men. You, your, your job here in practicing is to hone your gifts so you don't hurt nobody with it. But when it's time to use it, you have to know how to do that. So practice and then go out there and sing and mess up and crack and break and fall. And eventually you're not going to do that anymore or you're going to know what to do when it happens. Um, that's my advice for that. Um, I don't remember what the second part of the question was. Um, <laughs> I just lost, but I, I think everything that you said pretty okay, much. Cool. I hope I answered it well. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, so I take one more question. Okay. I think this one's really good. How do you use constructive criticism when it comes to collaborating? Leave your ego Let's at the door. If your line is, if your line ain't it, it ain't it. If your concept mm -hmm. ain't it, it ain't it. Yeah. You know, it's never about us. It's about the song. That's just, it's just never about, so it's going to be a day one day and it might be someone else's and you better be happy. So it was someone else's day, you know, um, you know, collaborative efforts is everything. I live for collaboration. You know, it's, um, it's the village, man. It's all the songwriters that are out doing great right now and everybody getting together and trying to just, Make something great. You know, you got to leave your ego at the humility. It take you everywhere. Um, it's the only way you learn. It's the only way stuff comes out good. You know, it's everybody's gifts aren't the same. You know, you might be a melody person. You might be a lyric person. You know, you might be a concept person. You know, a great idea to change your life is one dude just run around with great concepts. And you need people like Ant with great melodies or people like Coco or you. You know, you need... All of us have different gifts. And if we get in the room on the right day and, you know, we allow God to come in there and giggle a little bit, you know, we might, you know, buy mama a house. It's just work like that, you know, but you can't do that if you're not, a, you know, acceptive to information. You know, if you're not, you know, trying to, you know, use your ears more than, you, you know, you just got to really trust your partners in the room and make the best educated guests. You know, it's always weird when there's one person in the room who just really wants to overpower the energy, you know, it's, um, the energy is so important in collaboration to me, just from the producers to the writers, even to the man, to everyone just there. It's just like, you know, those are my experiences from like the best songs happened when I was just in there with everyone just having fun. And we was like, yo, that's dope. Go in the booth, you know, like lay that down and we just having fun, you know? So I think it's just humility, you know, it's just takes yeah. a big person to be like my, this ain't it for me. Maybe you got it. I'm going to just follow you to the promised land, you know? So, Word. yeah. I have no problem with following to the promise. Anytime y'all want to lead me to the promised land, <laughs> I'm going to be right behind, you know, should be, I'm going to be the second shepherd. I'm with it, you know, 
it's just how it go. And there's always that moment too when an idea lands and everybody feels it at the same time in the room. It's Perfect. like that's what you want. Like that's what you strive for. So if it ain't there, it's like keep it moving. Like find that moment. Look for those moments. You find it, I'm gonna follow you. Yeah. <laughs> all the way home. All the all way there. <laughs> all the way there. All the way to the bank. Really. Yeah. All the way to the bank, right. Absolutely. Well, hey, thank you all so much. You all have really provided so much uh, just substance and just value to um, just this conversation and also to just all of the, the hearts and ears of the, the inspiring artists that are joining us right now. So thank you, uh, Lunch Money, Coco, Aunt Kay. Hollier, thank you all so much. Um, I, before we leave, I want everyone to be able to connect with you all on social media. So just one by one really quick, can everyone just give their handles so everyone can connect with you? And also you can put it in the chat as well if you like. Um, so Hollier, take it away. <laughs> um, AKA Hollier. All right, in the chat. Lunch Money. At Lunchy Baby. On Instagram, lunch money on Twitter, you know, anywhere, anywhere. Google me, Google. Google. Yeah. Google them. All right, Coco. Um, everywhere is Coco Sarai, which is B-O-C-O-A-S-A-R-A-I on everything. Mr. Clemens. I'm just Aunt Clemens everywhere. It's A-N-C-C-L-E-M-O-N-S. Aunt Clemens everywhere. <laughs> and last but not least, K. Mine's just K Sotomayor with the ASV. That's it. Right there, you all have it. Be sure to connect with them. Um, all of them are working on some amazing work. They already have some incredible work out. So be sure to uh, look up their work, support it. Um, like Lunch said, Google them. You'll find all of his stuff. <laughs> but thank you all so much. <laughs> but I want to thank you guys for taking the time out to be here and. I hope you all are enjoying um, just your time uh, away during this, you know, pandemic to just, you know, reset and just pause, but still create and just be the amazing vessels that you all are. Uh, so thank you for supporting Music Forward. And for those of you who are new here and you would like to stay um, involved and in tune with everything we have to offer, be sure to follow us on all of our platforms on social media at HOB Music Forward. And also you can visit our site, hobmusicforward.org to stay updated with everything that we have to offer. Like I said, we have panels, we have uh, performance opportunities, artist development, career development, we have everything. Um, so be sure to stay in tune. Once again, my name is Nick Henderson. It was a pleasure and an honor to moderate this experience, and I look forward to the next time that we all get to meet. Um, I'll be sure to follow you all, so be sure to look out for Henderson Nick underscore because I, I need that follow back. No, I'm kidding. But thank you all so much, and you all enjoy the rest of your afternoon, and have a great weekend. <laughs>